Welcome back to the We Valiant Few podcast. I am one of your hosts, Slapshot. Crossfires here. Raptor. And today, we bring you episode 17 of our season 2, and we will be discussing loadouts. Yes. So, loadouts in the sense that we're going to be talking about what you would use on different types of engagements. Say, like, like plate carrier setups, medical setups, or even something as simple as, like, everyday carry. So. Different strokes for different things. Different, <laughs> different, <laughs> different clubs outcomes. for different clubs for uh, different parts of the golf course. Yes, that's even better. Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> the way we always start things off with, uh, if you would like to interact with us, you can get a hold of us on our Discord. Uh, we're trying to get our community there. Uh, again, you can talk with us. You can talk about the subject of today's episode, past episodes. Uh, create a discussion. We have, uh, we can find us on Instagram. We're starting to post there a lot more. Uh, and you can find us on YouTube. Uh, we're starting to put uh, supplements to all of uh, the videos that are of the nature of, like, say, this loadout video. Uh, we have one coming. It'll be live the time the podcast is live. And we also have our website, wevalueinfew.com. Wevalueinfew.com has all of our links to everything. So if you happen to forget anything, you can just go straight to our site and find anything you need. Super easy to find. Uh, and then lastly, uh, please share this around with people. Again, uh, as we've said in our previous episodes, we're trying to do a grassroots approach to things. Uh, again, if you think we're doing good or you'd like to help us out, please tell your friends, tell your family, tell your family's friends. Uh, and uh, and uh, we would really appreciate that. Tell your sure. dog. Tell your neighbor's dog. Tell, tell your, your dog's friends. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they probably won't watch, but... Uh, dogs are viewers, too. Yeah, yep. Yes tape the phone their head and <laughs> send her off. To send her off, yeah. Um, as always, with season two, we should get into some current events. Um, something that really um, kind of fits along with what we, we've been trying to say about, you know, the preparation and where, you know, we're really super constitutional-based, especially Second Amendment, Utah passed, they, they actually passed it into law where you do not need to have a concealed carry permit. Uh, to carry a concealed weapon. So they were trying to pass it, and when did they officially pass it? Um, it was on the twelfth, I believe. That's lit. We need that, to move out to Utah now. Isn't that awesome? That's constitutional carry. There's other places that have constitutional carry. I'm fairly certain Tennessee is constitutional carry. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, there's there's several states to do it. So I mean, it's literally you're allowed to. Well, amazingly, they actually acknowledge the Second Amendment. How about that? Yeah. Huh? You don't need yeah. a license or given to you by the government to carry a weapon concealed. You literally just can because it is your inherent right. You don't need a piece of plastic that determines that you can have your gun. I mean, you know. Because they didn't really have that back in ye olde uh, Constitution well, I mean, days. You carried a scroll with yeah. you. <laughs> um, something else in firearms news I thought would be interesting to talk about uh, was Colt was sold to a Czech company. Um, I have the name on the screen there. Uh, I can't say that. Kind of uh, there are a lot of there are a lot of uh, letters that the, of the accents. Seska uh, Zavroshka, something like that. Uh, Group SC. There like, again, they're a Czech company. Um, I just thought it was. Um, I I don't know. I, I, the word I can come up with is kind of sad. You know. I mean, that's the same thing with like Remington. Yeah, Remington was parted out. Yeah. Colt, which is a. I mean, they made the M4 for a long time. The they made the 1911. They yeah. made, like, these are... M16. Yeah. yeah. I mean, armor like, you know, the first M16. Sorry, but sorry. Regardless... XM16, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just the fact that these are 
kind of iconic names. And That's what I mean. That's why it's sad. Now they're moving. They're getting sold to outside companies. So does that mean they're going to be manufactured in... The check? Or... I, I don't entirely know how that's going to work. I, I, would, I would imagine if they have the factories and stuff, stuff set up, they're probably not going to move them, but I would imagine the management is going to move the check to that yeah. company. Okay, so what's go- with Remington, were they bought by a Chinese company? I think their different assets were parted off to different companies. Yeah, right? different assets. Like the ammo business was sent to someone else. The fire, the rifle, like the firearm actually making firearms business was sold to someone else. Um, like it was parted out like you part out a car. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, same so, deal. So that's, again, that's, that's I just thought that'd be worth mentioning, again, Second Amendment. Well, I guess we'll see where Colt manufactures its rifles then, and, and everything yeah. else. I don't make. really even hear much of people buying Colt, like, actually Colt-branded stuff. No, because, like, if they buy if they buy the quote-unquote M4, they'll go with something like a SIG or, like, a Ruger, or they'll get, like, a PSA or well, something, Well, I just you know? never see people carrying them, even at stores. I mean, that's probably why they got sold and whatever. Really, uh, just very rarely. I've seen a couple, like, like actual, like, H-bars and stuff like yeah. that, like old H-bars, but they're, um, like you said, they're just well, I have, few and far in between. Yeah, I have an actual Colt 1911, or it's a 1991-81, technically. But, yeah. Yeah. So, is Colt, like, the, what do you call it, like, Gucci gun no no, no. I mean, it's no, like definitely. middle of the road yeah because like a camber 1911 is better than a colt 1911 really yeah absolutely the tolerances are just better factually but oh. colt designed it um same yeah yeah <laughs> really um uh, getting on to the next topic um trump acquitted what's the point yeah, it's that, <laughs> even funnier the second time. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to make the note of he is now officially the most acquitted president in history. It's I never quote, thought about it. Quote actually, the Babylon B. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like this whole they're grasping at straws. Their arguments were trash. It was literally nothing but emotional freaking responses and like and doctored evidence and doctored evidence. Like that was the point. It was literally actual. a joke. The whole thing was a joke. The fact that more people voted to um, impeach him than like because it required a two thirds vote. And I'm fairly certain hmm. they just... Maj- uh, well, it was a majority, yeah. Majority for impeachment, two-thirds of it to remove. Yeah, to remove. But he was already removed. Like, it was completely pointless. They were oh, yeah. trying to impeach a private citizen at that point. Do you know why they... Do you know the actual reason why they did it? This no. Is, because they wanted to impeach him on the 14th Amendment, which was the insur- which was the incitement of insurrection. And then if that was the case, he would it would bar him from running from office again. But regular impeach... Like, it's just... They, they wanted to stick him with yeah. that so that way he couldn't run again because everybody knows he's going to try to run again in 2024 or have some I, hand in uh, it. Yeah. I would much rather he, like, endorse people and, like, rally people than actually run again because it, it's not doing anything super well. I, I agree with that. For the uh, Republican Party at the moment. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, moving on. Uh, Trudeau, February 16th, so this was this was on Tuesday. Trudeau government uh, is putting a bill forward that would allow local municipalities to ban handguns. If you don't know who Trudeau is, that is the Prime, Prime Minister, Minister of Canada, um, who is basically a communist. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Be careful looking up uh, looking up who he is with your kids around. Sometimes you just see a picture of an asshole instead. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, Trudeau did blackface too. Yeah, so, I, but, but he's he's fine. Yeah, it's, but, you know. He's not canceled. No, uh, <laughs> it's uh the whole the whole thing is just is just wrong. Of course, you know we're super pro um, 
firearms, of course. We believe that that you know that's your that's your right that's to a have that human right to protect I, yourself. I know it's it's Canada, so it doesn't fall underneath our constitution. I just find it interesting that we talk about you know like you know they're going to try to pass a law to ban your guns, you know, and it'd be like, no, nah, it's never going to happen. It happens, and then it surprise Pikachu face. A little bit north. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a couple, a couple. Where the meese live. Yeah, really. Um, I I just thought it'd be interesting to talk about um because I I think I think it's obscene. Like I literally don't know what else to call uh, it. I would agree. Um, and I I, th- I think it's a gross violation of rights. Because I think people should have the right to defend themselves no matter where they're at. Um, and then two other fast points I wanted to touch. Um, there were a couple more people arrested for the capital stuff. Yeah, there was a couple of articles I saw that they were actually like registered like Democrats, weren't they? I did not see that. That would be interesting. There was definitely some articles out there. I forget. Please don't quote me on this. I don't remember what the article came from or where it came from. It was a valid news article or a news source. And there there were some people that were arrested that were registered Democrats. Interesting. Well, there goes your... Uh, there, there goes your... Uh, it was just the right, huh? No, I mean, it doesn't actually matter. The facts don't matter. It's just whatever facts don't care about your feelings unless they're democrats and then feelings are the only thing that matter and facts bend to your will yeah what people were arrested that you were mentioned gonna mention i I just i i didn't see anything in particular except that there were a couple articles but i'm saying like five more people arrested is the one i saw um i I just that's gonna be the that's gonna be the uh never end never end all event no i'm sure it's just gonna keep rolling for years and years and years you know just um, like two years later, oh wait, someone from the Capitol oh, protest yeah. like three years ago got arrested. Like, wow. like the guy who got, like the guy who literally got arrested for having uh, that thing that he put out about the 2016 election of, oh, if you want to vote, uh, text this. Remember, he, he's he's in jail over that. What? Yeah, it was a, for the 2016 election that he put out a thing on Twitter saying, yeah, if you want to vote, if you want to vote, if you don't don't miss your vote, text this number. It was a satirical piece, right? And they actually arrested him for election tampering. Hmm. Like, wow. like just like a couple weeks ago, it, it took them that long. So, I, so again, they don't let it go, right? Be careful what you say or post or whatever, anything on the internet nowadays. Yeah, I mean, including this. Like, I was just gonna say, what about <laughs> what we're talking about? Hey, I mean, we've already kind of accepted the fact that we can easily be canceled. Our lives can easily be ruined. Um, yeah, but I feel what we have to say is important enough to risk that. Speaking yeah. of canceled, before we get to our last bullet point of current events. Uh, what's going on with Australia and Facebook? Oh yeah, I didn't get a chance to update on there. Um, yeah, Australia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Facebook banned all news in Australia. So Why? like, because Australia wanted them to pay for using their news to something to that extent. So literally, like, if you have, if you have Facebook in Australia and you open up, there's like no news at all. I talked I mean, to that's my, a good alternative. I, honestly, I, I talked to my friend who is an Australian, and he confirmed that that's the case. He said his Facebook has no news at all, and he can't find any news stuff. Gone. That's great. Totally about like Twitter. Um, I imagine Twitter. That is not Facebook. Yeah. Right. Twitter is not Facebook. <laughs> right, but they're they'll probably fall, they'll probably follow. They're not owned together. They're not. No. No. no they're two Jack Dorsey com- and uh, Mark Zuckerberg are two <laughs> completely different. Oh, I think I'm thinking of Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Two different reps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Facebook owns Instagram. That's, that's I'm Although sorry. I've, noticed, I've noticed, I think Instagram's better. It seems like they're a, well, they a little more. The the demographic of Instagram is a lot um, broader, better. 
Yeah. More people, more like Facebook is now look kind of looked at as like MySpace nowadays. Like whenever we, because I never had a MySpace. Oh my god! Can we create a We Value and Few MySpace? <laughs> that might that might be. A, Does MySpace still exist? An untapped market. It might. We'll have to. We'll have to follow. We'll it's have to follow. niche. We're we're hipsters. We're yeah. using old media. It's like using old, records. Old media. Yeah. As we, as we look at. The, Stay uh, tuned. We, after this episode, we might have a We Value and Few MySpace. Uh, that's, uh, that's we'll cringy. Have to talk about that. <laughs> uh, the last point I want to make on current events. Um, and I. This one I feel really, I feel particularly interested in, and it's that Cuomo's under fire for the, the all the all the shady stuff with the nursing home deaths. No, it's about freaking time. Uh, that that's I, I feel that it's it's kind of I don't think anything's going to happen over that. I think they're going to let them off because basically those those Democratic governors are ty- are just completely like tyrannical to the point where they have no justice on them. No. Um, and I I don't think anything's going to happen, but it's nice that at least people are getting on his case about it. Uh, something else too about tyrannical uh, democratic governors did you guys hear about Gavin Newsom mm, I heard he, something about he's him. like dramatically close to a recall oh, very like good. they have enough vote, they have like enough signatures in or like not enough yet but like they're like they're like within like 5% or something of enough signatures to pull a recall jeez that's crazy hmm. I don't know if they've ever done something like that but I couldn't tell you. I mean, that. it's fine. Like these these big name Gavin Newsom isn't he the California yep, California governor, governor. Yep. and then Cuomo's the New York yep. governor. Yep. Like the two the two, two worst massive, states, awful states that for gun rights and stuff like that. And COVID response. Can't, yeah, COVID response. I, I, I mean, Cuomo literally threw people in nursing homes and they died because of it. I saw this thing that was like, you ever, you ever see that meme where the dude is like. Um, he get the med- he gets the medal at the Olympics and he's like biting down the medal and he's like spraying champagne everywhere. He's last. <laughs> yeah. It was like that. It was titled "Covid uh, Covid or States Covid Nineteen Response" and it was a picture of Cuomo and it zoomed out and he was like fiftieth. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's pretty true. Um, yeah, but I, I I just like you said, I think it's nice to have some slight bit of a hope at justice. Although I don't think anything's gonna happen. Yeah, nothing ever does. All right, but again, you know, all this ties into our traditional segue of wake up. <laughs> you know, you can obviously see, especially the the Canada one. Like, holy crap! You know, like that would be like wherever your local municipality just being like, oh yeah, you're not allowed guns anymore, or we can pick and choose. Like, yeah, we can here, pick and choose here in uh, Cherry Grove, uh, Maryland. Because I, I I wonder if that place is real. It might be. Do you just think of that off the top of your head? Yeah, interesting. We'll just say Springfield because there's like there's a Springfield in like every state. Yeah, in Springfield the. Um, the, the the cops decided that you're not allowed to have uh, a you're, Ruger AR-15. You're forced to just use revolvers. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if you're not allowed semi-automatic handguns, only revolvers. What if what if you were forced to use break-action handguns? Or just flint what? Locks. Those exist. Mother. I have one. It's awesome. Flintlocks only. <laughs> Ye old, ye well, old smoke machines. Matt from Demolition Ranch has a break action 50 BMG. Is it a Serbu? I don't actually does know it have, what it does is. Does the back of the gun screw on? Yes. yes. It's a Serbu. Those things are so... It's a piece of pipe. That's a 50 cal. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell whether they're awesome or horrifying. I'm not sure yet. They're cheap, though. They're like 1800 bucks. You can at least say you own a 50. <laughs> yeah, really. Regardless. Um, But, again... You know, you should be aware of all the stuff that's going on, and you should prepare yourself accordingly. Just like we preach this whole season, the season's about, prepare yourself. Exactly. So, 
The next step in our preparation phase is building a loadout. Yeah, and, and again, like I'd I'd mentioned at the beginning of the show, loadout basically means what equipment you have on you at your disposal at maybe. your disposal for the situation. Yeah. Yep. So like I may have a I may have a different loadout for my like whenever I'm on the range, my loadout would change depending on what situation I'm preparing for. Maybe I'm uh, my loadout is my EDC or concealed carry loadout where I'm just wearing normal clothes and I have my concealed carry weapon and I practice in that configuration or maybe I have my bigger threat loadout which uh, includes my rifle, my plate carrier, my um, and everything else that goes along with that, my gas mask, whatever it is. Like you're preparing a set of gear that is designed to um, to deal with the threat to level. deal with a, yeah. a specific threat. Um, and each situation may require different different tools for the job. And I would say it's better to overestimate too on that. Like. For instance, if you think something's going to be light, but there could be a chance that it's bigger, carry that extra pieces to load up. We'll use everyday carry, but with the with the chance of an intermediate threat, yeah. you would take whatever that extra equipment is. Again, say plate carrier rifle, and you would conceal it in a vehicle yeah, or something. Yeah, conceal it in a bag. And just keep that keep that you know within reach in case that you need it. Again, just to prepare yourself because you don't want to be the person who is underprepared for something. You right. hope that you never have to use it. Yeah, of course. But you'd rather have it and not need to use it than need to use it and not have it. Exactly. And in most cases, when we think of our EDCs, we're just we're just carrying our T-Rex arm sidecars and our handguns. But the point of that having that sidecar is that having that extra magazine. It's rather to be prepared and have that extra ammo if you really need it than to not have. Yeah, it at because all. I yeah, if I'm not we're 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 preparing for the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario can literally be anything. I'm not going to prepare for the best case scenario where. I can pull my firearm out once and fire one round and the threat is over. I'm preparing, like, the the worst case scenario has already happened. So we're going to, what's, uh, everything that can go wrong will go Murphy's wrong. Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that Murphy's Law in that situation is going to take effect. Meaning, the worst everything, is, is, gonna happen, everything yeah. is going to go wrong. So I want to be prepared for as many worst case scenarios as I possibly can while still maintain like obviously i'm not going to walk outside in a juggernaut suit every day but i'm going to reasonably (laughs) prepare like i think it's reasonable to carry a full magazine and an extra one as a at a minimum in a handgun yeah i think i think that's more way more than reasonable yeah especially in especially in a concealed manner uh that's convenient like you said with the sidecars i mean everything's just right there it's one package that you basically like people can't even tell you have one on yeah so again that's, i mean i work literally every day all day i don't leave the house without it at least something yeah um but again that that's it well you know if there's that or like um we can use like what happened with the riots that started the whole concept of us wanting to do something like this you yeah. know you build up a heavier set you know like uh, i know we were we had multiple or we had enough to last us about a day of equipment because yeah. that's what we thought i mean again it's just situationally dependent um and especially like with a situation like that where you are there to protect other people, you have to change it around to not yeah, just because... be you. Like maybe more medical, something like that. You know? Yeah. Like I know that's and that's how, that's what we did. We had extra medical on hand, um, and we even had extra people that their sole purpose was to carry around medical equipment in case somebody was hurt. Yeah. Because we weren't there instigating. We were there trying to protect our buildings and whatnot and help people that's what we were yeah and it comes and it also comes down to like there you have your individual loadout and then as a team you have a team loadout 
where yep. you've got different different roles are being filled by different people with different specialized gear and um that like maybe i can't carry around all this medical or i have enough medical for me but uh joe schmo he's got all of this medical stuff so he's got extra medical in his kit whereas i might have more bullets or maybe better radio equipment or a, a, a means to get signal out or like what, whatever it may be you've got different rules in the group and you want to like cover as many bases as you possibly can yeah and you all work together as, as one i don't want to say organism unit. but yeah. everything yeah you know everything moves together um and that, that's the whole point of it so again just build the load up to or specific to the situation while taking all this other or all this other stuff into account you know like again if you're going into something you and every person came out exactly the same loadout is probably not the best idea like i mean it's like, not a bad idea but it's also like it could and can be improved yeah yeah that, that's a good way to put it yeah um, um so from there i think you know what 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 would be basic loadout requirements i think would be the the next step to go from there so assuming assuming we're going through uh and talking about firearm specific stuff because you can think of any type of loadout like i consider like say a mechanic carrying out a toolbox that toolbox having various tools in it is technically that's a, that's a loadout. A, yeah, it's a loadout of a toolbox. Yeah, I mean, okay, it, yeah. It, it, it straight up is. Because it, it's just the tools you have on hand for whatever you need. But it's, we're going to go forward assuming that we're talking, you know, firearms-related stuff. So, basic thing, of course, is the literal firearm. Yeah. You know, if you have your EDC, then it's your EDC itself. Or you I mean, know, we talked about, like, the EDC loadouts in our EDC videos, how we carry, like, we've got our... Our firearm, which is like the main meat and potatoes of the thing, but we also carry all the other little knives, accessories, lights, yeah. whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah, check out our EDC video or the EDC podcast. We go into a lot more detail about that. Um, but I, yeah, I think the bigger thing talking about is uh, well, the firearms. What everything's centered around, yeah. or if you're not someone who's carrying a firearm, say you're someone who does medical, then everything's centered around that because you kind of. Well, actually, not even kind of. Your particular loadout serves a very particular purpose. I mean, and you could even say that you have a general loadout and you have other things that fit it. Yeah. But say, say again, you're someone who's doing fire support. You have the ammunition on. You have the weapon. All that goes together. And your loadout is designed to not only... Complement. Yeah, to complement that, to support that role and support yourself. And again, if you're in a team environment, support your team. So, I mean, again, firearms a basic thing. Uh, if you're like medium level threat, I consider getting a plate carrier. Um, I would say, yeah, yeah, plate or, or at least are, like an armored bag, like like your so, it, your EDC bag. Yeah, I definitely recommend armor because what is offense without defense? You need defense uh, in order to stay in the fight. Because I mean, everyone's killable. We're killable. Everyone is killable. Yeah. Um, and giving yourself the best possible. Um, Chance. Chance or... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, we'll, we'll use chance for now. Um, but best possible chance uh, to make it out of that threat. Um, and leverage, leverage the situation. Yeah, yeah, to give you a better advantage, basically. Like, you want to give yourself every advantage you possibly can in that worst-case scenario so that you and the people that you're trying to protect make it out in one piece. Of course, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's the whole point. Um, so, I think... We, I think, you know, what are some type of like? We'll start with carriers. What would be the like the, some carriers you recommend? Uh, I think we're pretty much all shellback. We all we, we all have shellback carriers. Yep. Yeah, the, and then I would say like, 
the T Rex arms AC AC one. Yeah, that's if you can find it in stock. That yeah. thing's awesome. The uh, very adapt very yeah. adaptable. Uh, and but the, those works. just talking about those two, those those two carriers are two very different carriers. They're dramatically different. The yeah. shellback carrier is a much more um, like full military style, like Molly on the whole thing. Ours in particular are multicam, um, but they've got full Molly on which is the weave system used to attach um, magazines and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a modular attachment system. Whereas yep. the T-Rex Arms is a slick plate carrier, meaning it's got very little molly on it, if any. It's all Velcro. It's all Velcro, it's all Velcro I think. And it's, all, it's designed to be um, relatively concealable, and yep. it's also designed to not... Like, you're not carrying, like, an AT-4 with this thing on. I mean, I guess you can, but... Because you oh. could you could buy I mean because these AC ones are so slick like you could literally have one and throw a hoodie on over it you could have a hard time telling or like a heavier if it was a heavier jacket so it looks in the winter or something yeah. like that you could literally hide it yeah you could that'd be awesome yeah. you know and but I, like, I definitely couldn't hide my shell bag oh right god here. no it's you know, much thicker it's got more oh, fabric you're sitting there looking like you have some type of serious hunchback <laughs> but but seriously again like you said they fill two dramatically different roles but they're both very good carriers yeah um. Again, assuming you can find the AC one in stock. Yeah, there, there's no real wrong answer when it comes to carriers. It depends upon your role. I mean, depending upon who I don't want to say operate with, but who in your group that you work with and train with, uh, everyone might fill a different role. For example, uh, if you watch our YouTube video, my role is more so like a, a recon kind of role. I travel light. I only have three mags stacked in the front, whereas Blackbeard has six. So he's more of the fire support. I'm more of the lightweight, can maneuver around more more often than he would be able to, or uh, be more agile. So it really depends upon what you're trying to go for. And there's also a lot of configurations. Like you don't have to carry six. That, that's the cool thing about the loadouts is that you can configure it like kind of exactly the way that you want it. And that's the point. Because um, you, so you run three mags on the front. I run three mags on the front, but I also carry the same amount of magazines as. Um, Blackbeard does, just on different spots of my body. So instead of well, having use the side ones, right? Well, instead of having six up here, I've got um, three up up the front, one in the gun, and then two extra on my belt for quicker acquisition to to reload because it's much faster to reload from your belt than it is um, from that. A, a and it's also magnet or like that are bungeed down. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also giving me more magazines for. Like, I, I can go prone easier. I can do a whole lot of other things that allow me to be more mobile just by spreading out the gear instead yeah. of having it all in one place. Yeah, see, I have six in the front. I don't I don't like it. So yeah, I'm, that's I'm, why I'm, I used to have six. You have a literal table in front of you. These these are... <laughs> these, these mags aren't tables. Yeah. Um, but, like, you're... But, I mean, what all this boils down to, um, it's going to be the same thing we always say. Do your research. Uh, you know, figure out what best fits your situation. And if you have any questions for that, you can get a hold of us on our Discord. Oh, god damn, that was a great plug, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, yeah, we uh, we basically like I don't want to say live and breathe this stuff, but we're pretty well versed in this, and we can definitely give you some advice on if you want if you're looking at this type of carrier or if you're looking at this. Um, I know some uh, there's a real price difference between that type of stuff. So I again, mean, also, you also have to be careful though, because you had made the uh, Slapshot had made the comment on. Uh, 
it doesn't really matter the play carrier. It does to a point. Like I wouldn't recommend a condor play carrier just because the stitching is mm. not no, ideal. If that's all you can afford or you already have it, then run what you have. Um, or if you, or if it's one of the situations where it's the only thing you can find in stock because nothing is better or something is better than nothing. Yeah. That's a good point. Because um, I know, especially now with the shortages and all that stuff, you can. I mean, it, it takes like twenty four weeks to get a JPC. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, again, do your research. Figure out what's in stock. Figure out what fits your needs. That's the that's the moral of it, you know. Um, as far as weapons go, um, I think the easiest thing to recommend, of course, is just like your standard AR-15. Yeah. I think that's pretty much what everybody rolls with. Um, the majority of people yeah, roll with it. I mean, it's the easiest. You just want to get a hold of for the most part. Easiest Nowadays, platform to adjust they're to. They're cheap. They're reliable. There's a yep. lot of them. Yeah. People are familiar with them. They're easy to handle versus like, I know we 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 work with AKs and AKs, the the control system on an AK is a lot different than an AR. Like, It's different, yeah, but I mean, at least because at the, at the moment we're learning running AKs. Like, we're learning how to operate them effectively. A lot of us have a lot of time behind um, AR-15 platforms, whether it be through Airsoft, whether it be through uh, the military, whether it be through just having an AR-15, but a lot of us are much more familiar with the the manual of arms on ARs than we are AKs, and this is just us taking an opportunity to get better with something else, to try something else, to see, to make comparisons, to really see like where maybe each other shine. Yeah, because like an AR will scale to a wide variety of farms. Like a, like again, you know, the fours like that way. Certain Galils are that way. Um, that have the straight magazine augs are that way. So you, if you once you learn how to run the AR. The fire control setup on the other guns is very similar, and the AK is the same way. There's a lot of guns that take the rocket magazines, you know, like HK stuff. Uh, the G3 is yeah, a rocket. I mean, the M14 too. The M14 <laughs> is is a uh, is a rocket. Yeah, so like, what we're trying to do is try to get the basics, and I mean those two are pretty easily obtainable, so you can learn the, the variety of them. So again, a AR is what I would recommend though, just for if you're getting into it, just because again, I think it's easier. I think a lot of people just happen to have those laying around. Yeah. A lot of people run them so that you have the team symbiotics that we keep mentioning. Um, yeah, I know you guys are just trying to get into the AK platforms just to, to learn a new new type of build, right? And, and like when it comes to working with a team, like in an actual like active shooter scenario, and like everyone's together, you're gonna probably be running your AR-15. Absolutely. Because when it comes to oh, I'm out of ammo. Oh, hey man, like let me throw mag. Right. Well, that's well, that's definitely part of it. Um, I think another thing too with the ARs, at least at least in America, is you can get a lot more variety of ammunition than you can with the AKs. Like, you oh can, yeah, because it's uh, the import laws. Yeah, the import laws. That's the, that's the big thing. Um, so you can get you know green tip AR or well, five five six. You know, you can get green tip five five six easily, but like getting a steel core seven six two is, is, I mean, not easy. You know. Yeah. Um, so that that's definitely part of it that goes into it, and like you said, the team, uh, the team setup is definitely why I would run the AR because you know everybody else runs AR. So like you said, if you're out of one thing or another, you can go back and forth with that. So that's something to consider. Um, and then again, you know, like the brands and that type of stuff, uh, I would definitely say um, like Ruger again is cheap. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm just thinking of what's around, what's available that people would run into yeah, in a normal basis. I mean, yeah, M and P's in no particular order. They, yet. they work. Ruger's they work. Um, Sig, Sig, Sig are like one. Sig, are, Sig is like higher. I would recommend them. Yeah, it's like medium. Uh, I, I still like my PSA. I don't really have anything to complain about it. I mean, it was a cheap. It was a cheap gun. 
uh, and it works. I mean, I like my PSA AK. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything to complain about that. Um, I wouldn't go with an FN AR. I FNs think are actually really high. Why they're, is that? They're, they're high priced. Well, they're high priced and they're like, they're the I mean, they're closest AR-15 you can get to a M4. No, why wouldn't you get an FN AR? It's like, well, the last one I saw, um, when this was like, you know, before everything kind of exploded in price, you could get the Ruger for 500 bucks and the FN was 1400 Well, if you can afford, that's the thing. That, well, I mean, it's that's better the, parts. If you can afford thing, yeah. it, like... Do you want a Daniel? Like, do you want the Cadillac or do you want the Chevy? Okay, let me let's let's make it, let's make it even more extreme. Would you buy a War Sports LVOA? They're like thirty two hundred dollars. No, I would. What not. is that? That is it's Gucci. Love OC. It's super Gucci. It's awesome. It's so Gucci. I've never heard of it. Uh, extra we'll Gucci. post show. It, you, there's some cool things about it, but again, that's a thirty two hundred dollar AR that does the same thing as that FM. So again, it may do it better slightly. Maybe it lasts longer. Maybe it it uh, it, it it does it a hell of a lot cooler. Like just looking. But I mean, <laughs> but I mean, that's the difference. Um, Coley and Amari did a nice video on that. But again, it, again, I mean, those are just the brands off the top of my head. Thinking of thinking of what the what the value per dollar is. If you like, you said if, if you, you just want, need a tool like a, a shovel to dig a hole, just buy the shovel. That's don't, that's what I'm don't, thinking. Don't buy the gold-plated shovel. You don't need that. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think too. Like the majority of our audience are probably like first time. Like like this. At least this particular thing is going to go. Yeah. Is going to be tailored to a first time gun purchaser. Going straight out buying, like a Daniel Defense. Is it necessary? No. Because I mean, it's almost like mo it's also like modifying a car. Like most of the time, you don't start out with the 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 car the that Lexus you want right off yeah you you start out with the corolla and maybe you're into cars so you start modifying it and maybe you do some like stupid high school thing that looks really dumb and it's over the top or whatever but you learn that like you don't have to do all that or big, like you big exhaust yeah so whenever it's time to get like the the more respected vehicle then someone you have a, you have a, you have a knowledge yeah. going into it yeah that, you, that's that's again that's why you I know was, what you you appreciate are that, you implying I should put an exhaust on my car no you should you should put if, two cherry bombs in, in series should I suicide the doors oh my goodness oh, <laughs> that would be so bad um but again I, again do your research that's what it all comes down to what fits your price point um what's something that again is an overkill if you're a beginner but if you're intermediate then go for one of these like go for one of those better brands. Or, or build maybe, it yourself, or maybe you have a ton of money and you just want to buy the best thing on the market. I mean, I mean, there's no problem with that either. Yeah, sign. again, just figure out what fits your, uh, what fits your bill, and that, that's that. And these brands we're recommending, like especially for ARs for first time AR buyers, like Ruger, Sig, like those are very respectable brands to start out with. And it's let's a little be, bit different for handguns, I would say. Like, let's not. I wouldn't say I recommend them. If I, like, I would say I probably recommend the M and P just because I think their stuff is relatively good. I don't know. I honestly haven't had enough time behind any of them to really seriously recommend them. I'm going off of other people's recommendations. Mm -hmm. I know most people don't recommend Ruger and Smith & Wesson. I know people do recommend SIG and Daniel Defense and FN and stuff like that. So so I, I guess I guess phrase it up this way. There's no shame in buying it what you can afford yeah i mean that that's again that's what we were saying i say if we were going to come out and recommend a single brand to buy that's that's again not super overboard it would probably be sick we're, we're sick yeah we're unless sick. you're buying a high point yeah don't buy a high point yeah there's, that that's the, the point i was trying to get to is like when it comes to handguns though it's just like high point don't buy a high point handgun because you're relying on something for your life 
and you don't want to rely on <laughs> I mean, that. Literally, just look up life. any look up any high now, point video. Now, now this, I mean, and we're pretty much at the end of the episode here. But this is something that I really want to send off. What if you buy a high point and put an OLED on it? Are you holding two grenades? Yes. And that's like a double destructive device. You yeah. just made my brain cry. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, but I I feel that that's uh, I know I know right. Um. But I figure, again, that's the wrap-up. I, I think it's easy. I think the easiest thing to do, again, is just do your research. Yep, that's what it all comes down to. Uh, we can't tell you what's the best and what's the worst. When it really comes down to it, it's just what can you afford, what fits your role, and more importantly, uh, do yeah, like just honestly watch a lot of YouTube videos, read some articles about any firearm that you're looking to purchase. Or, again... You can get a hold of us on our Discord. Discord yeah, if you want some specific advice, like hand, you want your hand held. I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, if we get huge, it may not be able to do that as much. But uh, we we'll get dedicated for, people that do that. For right now, we're down to give recommendation, like individual recommendations, because I don't want to go to a broad audience and say this is great, and then it's not great, and then we get like murdered on the Hate internet. Mail. You know, I'm only <laughs> gonna give recommendations off what I've used. Yeah, or at least had some time with you know. Yeah. But again, uh, Discord, uh, we are always on there. If you want to uh, get a hold of us, that's the easiest way. Um, you know, criticism on this episode or uh, suggestions for new episodes are definitely welcome. Uh, we'll definitely take all that into consideration. Uh, we have our different social medias. Um, you can get a hold of us, uh, or sorry, you can follow us on our Instagram. I think we're we're doing pretty good with that so far. We're we're actually starting to post. We're on a regular posting schedule, and there are some funny stuff on there if i do say so myself yeah raptor is our cmeo stands for chief meme officer so uh hey, he's been, i'm also having uh, very intellectual conversations in the story yeah yeah actually got some good story elements there for sure polls yeah we got polls i, I like asking questions and i like asking your opinions and seeing the answers is yeah, interesting seeing the answers opinions matter yeah um but again, uh, there's that. We uh, we do have our YouTube. That's starting to grow pretty good. Um, there will be a supplement to this episode that goes live when this episode goes live. Um, we're gonna be doing the YouTube.WeValuefew.com. We'll take you to our YouTube. Um, take you to our YouTube uh, site, and we also have it tagged in the uh, description of wherever you see this podcast at. Um, and of course, when all else fails, that's all accessible through our website, WeValuefew.com, or you can literally just search WeValuefew at Google and it will take you to the website we actually have SEO running on that now and everything's or everything's all linked on there and the last point is just please if you, if you think we're doing a good job please share this to your friends family etc absolutely we're trying to grow our audience base we'd like it to be more genuine so we want people to really be interested in this and seek our podcast out to listen to it uh, we don't want to force our way out there into people that don't exactly care we want you guys to be pa as passionate about this as we are certainly and we want yeah 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 that's pretty much yeah. it yeah you guys have yeah. anything else to add uh no the only thing i have to add is uh do you guys like uh four grips yeah i like four you grips like, you like four grips yeah i'm glad yeah.